Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Coming to you live from Atlanta, but raised on the mean streets of Philly. You'll be able to tell quickly. Just listen. It's the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, I'm coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need an expert to help navigate the home loan process, Rocket can. And the Rocket Mortgage Studios, located in the studios of 680 The Fan in Atlanta, where I spent 20 years co-hosting the Buck and Kincaid Show here in these uh, on this signal. Uh, out of this radio station. And Anthony, I, t- I said nothing was going to make me emotional today. I think nothing was going to get me too emotional today. But uh, something did when I got an email from a listener who said, I'm, I can't believe I'm getting ready to listen to the last hour of the John Kincaid show on 680 The Fan. Because uh, they cut away for a uh, local paid programming and then they do a golf show. So... Uh, an award-winning golf show. Very, very good golf show, by the way. Uh, but uh, so, gentleman says, I can't believe I'm getting ready to listen to the last hour of John Kincaid on 680 The Fan in Atlanta. Feel and a little wanna... strange walking into that building this morning for the final time? Yes. Yeah. I got to say it is. And now that somebody sends me that email, I didn't think about that. That, uh, you know. Cause... Be nice now on the way out. Don't do anything. No, I'm not doing anything. Leave it just like, you know, the way I'm stealing. No, I'm stealing stuff. <laughs> I already have a stapler. I've got a stapler. I've got some fan T-shirts. But uh, let me just say, uh, the, the 680 The Fan has been the proud home of the John Kincaid Show for many, many years. I don't know how proud they are, i got to be telling you, be honest. But what I will say is that they've been gracious hosts uh, as I broadcast out of these studios. Um, I really appreciate Mike who's the engineer that fixes things when things go wrong. Mike is tremendous. I've woken him up many times on early mornings where something was awry and he's able to fix it remotely. He's amazing. And um, I really appreciate the fact that this has been, it was my radio home for 20 years and that it has been the home of this radio show. Uh, And so I greatly appreciate all the people at the fan in Atlanta. Great, great stop. 
A uh, lot, of, lot of things going on in the world of sports. And I want to get to that tease that I never paid off, which is absolutely atrocious. And by the way, I was talking to young broadcasters earlier. Uh, let me say it this way. If you, if you tease something, deliver on the tease. Don't make them wait 25 minutes. And I said to you earlier, I hate it when coaches are bad losers. I hate it when great coaches can't take a little humble pie. They can't, they can't find their way to be gracious when they lose. Somebody who's never been good at that, Mike Krzyzewski. Mike Krzyzewski told everybody, in fact, USA Today and other outlets, that the NCAA can't go another year without the NCAA tournament. That was what he said before the game started to be played. Then Mike Krzyzewski got his backside kicked by Illinois, and afterwards he says, I'm questioning whether we should be playing basketball games during the coronavirus pandemic. This was after him being one of the most outspoken advocates saying, we've got to play basketball during the coronavirus pandemic. Now, what changed? What changed? Well, I know what changed. Get your ass kicked is what changed. Now, I don't know if Coach K will go to the my back hurts card this time, which he did before. I don't think, he, I don't think he's going to go to the my back hurts, don't count that one against my record card this time around. But it's embarrassing to me. Coach, when you get your butt kicked, just acknowledge that you got your butt kicked. You didn't, man- you didn't coach well, and now you're saying maybe we shouldn't be playing basketball? No, coach. What you should say is, maybe I should be coaching my basketball team better. Maybe I should be doing it better. So that's Coach K and how he starts to waffle like that. Oh, I don't, you know, I don't know we should be playing during the coronavirus pandemic. After he was one of the guys beating the drum, banging it. Saying, we got to play. We can't go another year without an NCAA tournament. Which is it, coach? Which is it? Let's get down to business. You got your backside kicked. You think you're better than that. Now you've already got two losses and you're saying, man, maybe we're, maybe we're just not due to be playing during the coronavirus pandemic. Maybe we just don't need to be playing. No, the answer is, Maybe you just need to coach better. That would be the answer there. By the way, we've seen this before. We've seen this with Bayheim. We've seen this with Shashevsky. Bad losers. Now, my father had a, had a saying, show me a good loser and I'll show you a loser. Now, I never understood that that, that was a, you know, an all, one size fits all comment and I don't believe that it is. But there is one thing to be said is if you take losing too easily, you obviously will just let it happen and you don't have that fire in your belly to make sure that it doesn't happen if it keeps happening to you. Our toll-free line here at CBS Sports Radio is 855-212-4227, 855-212-4227. The toll-free line sponsored by GEICO. So whether you rent or whether you own, GEICO is going to make it easy to bundle home and car insurance because having a home can be hard work. So I want you to get a quote at GEICO.com. And they will make it easy for you. I appreciate Geico and their uh, fine support of the program all these years. That is a real, real pleasure to have them on board. Sabah, North Carolina checks in. Sabah, how are you? Well, in honor of your TV show theme songs, 
Yes. I'm so glad we had this time together. Just to have a laugh and sing a song, right? And sing a song. Uh, No, it's just to have a laugh or sing a song. But before you know it, dun, 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 dun. And, and I'm okay. I'm grabbing my earlobe so right now. Everybody, is that going to yeah. be your last song that you play? I, I don't think so. That would make me cry, maybe. And I don't want oh. to cry because I am a guy who cries. Well, I am a girl cry. who cries, and I'm going to cry when you're gone. I love you, little Shishetsky, <laughs> because what that tells you is there's a front runners, baby. He yes. doesn't want to play in Cameron when nobody's there. Yes. He don't want to play when his team is god-awful. My Tar Heels, they lost game. They look god-awful when I'm watching them. We keep playing until we get better. And I also don't hear them saying we shouldn't be playing. We should nope. be playing right now. No. It's clear. No, I hear them saying we should be playing better. Correct. <laughs> That's Correct. What That's what you're supposed to be playing is playing better. The it's one just thing like I... Ohio State in the game, one... right? We don't right. want to play. Yeah, now, well, no. now we got to change the rules because we already did what we wanted to do for the election. Now we well, want to do something else when it really now that was it. Now, that was honestly, that is what their athletic director wanted to do for the election. Yeah. The Big Ten commissioner wanted to do for the election. He right. said it. He said it right. on the record. He, he right. wanted to. He said, we have the power to swing an election. That is right. his quote. That is not my words. That right. is his agenda. Why that would be the agenda of a athletic, you know, a, a, a guy who is a conference commissioner to me mm-hmm. makes no to me is crazy town. That's crazy mm-hmm. town, but enough people won't call it out for what it is. If yeah. any other, well, like the, what if the SEC commissioner came out and said, you know, one of my goals here is, you know, you know, we we have the ability. I think we could swing a national election. Mm-hmm. Like, why would anybody them, correct? It's crazy. I tell my kids all the time. It's not what you do that matters in this country. It's who did it and who did you do it to that, that always matters. Well, I will tell you this. I'll leave you with this, Sabah. I told you, I told you, I told you, you had an mm-hmm. adult in the room when you brought in a guy like Ron Rivera. And I, and I promised you, I, did, I said he's not, he might not win you a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but you're, but you're going to have some great days with him. We got two adults. We got Ron Rivera and go. we got Coach Mac Brown, baby. Looks How good. about them Redskins? There you go, buddy. Huh? Take care of yourself. Congratulations. You. And I'll talk to you soon. I'm sure you'll uh, find a way to check in. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. For CBS, if you'd like to get in on the show, Anthony, you have more uh, stuff you've dug up too. Yes, from the, uh, from from the first John Kincaid show. Yes, back on Sunday, January the sixth, twenty thirteen. So this uh, next clip we're going to play. So one of the wild card games that day in the NFL was between the Colts and the Ravens. So Colts Ravens. Yes. Okay. So this was potentially going to be Ray Lewis's final game of his career. And you were not pleased with the uh, media coverage leading up to this matchup. I am absolutely floored that, to me, the story of Ray Lewis that is being trotted out there is all about, honestly, I thought I was watching a, uh, some sort of a documentary on Mother Teresa. Or, uh, you know, Princess Diana. You know, the, the, the coverage that Princess Diana gets. When my daughter talks about me someday, after my death, and I've got a nine-year-old little girl, and if someday Olivia has to stand behind a microphone and, you know, address people at my funeral, 
or talk about her daddy over a beer and or tell her children about her dad. I hope she doesn't make me out to be some cartoon character of who I am. I hope she doesn't leave out my foibles. Uh, By far, none of us are perfect. Because honestly, the coverage of Ray Lewis getting into heading into his final game. If the story of what went down after the Super Bowl in Atlanta and the obstruction of justice. And the getaway limousine and the disappearing evidence is not part of that discussion of the entire body of work of this individual. Then to me, you're just choosing to not do your job especially if you are a journalist. And, uh, of course, that was not his final game because Baltimore would beat Indy, and, of course, they would go on to beat the Denver and New England, and finally San Francisco San Francisco in the Super Bowl. In the blackout game at the Super Bowl. when I, that, that was the blackout game with uh, two broke girls. I think James Brown kept doing the two broke girls promo during the blackout they were like telling them to stretch <laughs> and they were promoting two broke girls <laughs> as the as the show all i remember is this anthony there are not many times in life where i'm where i've been very anxious like where i've been maybe even a little bit scared yeah in that being in the louisiana superdome that day when the power went out in that building you're all nervous yes because first of all the way they do Super Bowls, they clear out like different levels of the stadium and then they clear out a section and they put, put you're sitting in seats like a fan would be in. And we're in the upper deck of the Superdome. So there's like 70 some thousand people in that building and it's an old building, tight staircases and things like that. And all of a sudden the power goes out. And where we were, I was on the pitch black side of the building. And I've got to tell you, people were nervous. And over the speakers, they had somebody doing a recorded spot, like, uh, everyone, please stay, you know, like some, like stay, like, like move, move in an orderly fashion if they were going to exit. There was some message. And then they cut that off. Then someone got on the speakers and was talking and going, not, said, do not panic. There's no reason to panic. And immediately when someone tells me that, I start panicking. I'm thinking it was a terrorist thing. I really did. I thought it was a terrorist attack or something, that there was something going on because they're saying over the speaker, someone is speaking into a microphone like to talk, being able to talk through like the 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 exits and saying, uh, do not no Everyone stay in their seats. Do not panic. And you tell a bunch of media people not to panic. That's exactly what's going to happen. That might have been the most anxious I've ever felt because <laughs> I'm like, what is going on here? What happened? What happened? By the way, New Orleans should have the Super Bowl every third year. Every third year. One of the best. Uh, Todd in Cleveland joins us. Todd, welcome to the John Kincaid Show. How are you? So, yo, John, what you going to do with yourself, man? It's the first I heard it is that you're getting ready to raise I am, up. I'm going to uh, be in Philadelphia doing morning radio five days a week. So my wife made a demand that, uh, that my weekends be free because my family's going to stay in Atlanta. So for 18 months, we're going to be separated full-time, like where we're not going to be together full-time. So I really have to have my weekends free for travel. And also, my wife wants to make sure that I'm getting enough rest. She's very concerned about my health, make sure I'm okay and healthy. So uh, that's the reason we made the decision that we did. 
Well, I'm not going to ask any more questions about this. That's, um, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll miss you guys, though, and I'll miss my friends in Cleveland. Hey, I love man. Cleveland. Everything's accessible through the Internet. Absolutely. If, if you're you're going to follow me, follow on Twitter, and you guys got some great folks, and you guys got some of my favorite people in Cleveland. Yeah. I was just, I was just uh, you know, bragging on Ken Carmen. Love my man Dustin Fox. Uh, there, there's a lot of great talent there in Cleveland. You, you're, you're well taken care of. Todd, thanks for your call, Ben. Good luck to you, man. Uh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Tim in Chicago joins us. Tim, you're on the John Kincaid Show. All right, Tim. How are you? I'm doing well, Tim. Thank um, you. You know, you just, you just stepped even higher up my ladder when you started calling out Coach K. Because to me, he is the biggest phony there is. And the one thing I've admired about you so much through the years is you call it like you see it, and you don't give a damn. No, I, I've learned being popular doesn't – trying to be popular with your peers or fit in with your media cronies or have a coach come up to you and tell you, I really like you. For a lot of guys in my business, that really floats their boat. Uh, for me, I would rather be popular with you guys. I would rather be popular with my, uh, with my listeners. Well, you are very popular, and I, I think your popularity has grown in the last nine months because your – shows were must listen radio since covid you know it's well we, we tried to keep them po- the we tried to keep them positive yeah you know what yeah, i mean but you can you can tell the truth too and i think that's the greatest thing i mean I, I actually go to my business and sit and listen and get caught up on paperwork for four hours every sunday because of you okay um, that makes me very that makes me very proud and i appreciate it buddy thank Great you man job. thank you very much i appreciate that that is high praise that is high praise and um, to, to have support like that, you guys are awesome. You guys are absolutely awesome. And um, I, hope I, I hope I deserve it. I hope I do. I hope I deserve it. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. You know, there are some, uh, let's put it this way. There are some people who I believe are starting to leak oil. They're called the AFC Contenders. And believe me, they're leaking oil. John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. This is the John Kincaid Show. That's why I'm glad we had this time together. Because it makes me feel that I Welcome back to the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, Cal Burnett was one of the best. Absolutely one of the best. I always wonder why, I mean, the only person in modern era, and Anthony may disagree with me on this one, but to me, Chappelle is the only person, I think, in the modern era that I've seen do a sketch comedy show well. That was great, the Chappelle show. Like, doesn't, in all honesty, there are moments on, like, a Saturday Night Live. There are moments. that Moments, have. yeah. But remember, there was a time when Saturday Night Live had, the show was great all through. Uh, there are memorable characters. Jimmy Fallon does some good st- sketch stuff, uh, you know, on his show at night, on The Tonight Show. Uh, he'll do some good sketches. But a sketch comedy show, to me, Dave Chappelle is the only one who has ever, you know, been able to come close to like what a Carol Burnett did. Only two you... seasons, but they were classic. Oh, my gosh. He is, he is. 
One of the, one of the, my lifetime, one of the most brilliant comedy minds. Is that overstating it? No, absolutely. I like. I hear people talk. Jerry Seinfeld. You know, I love Seinfeld, and you know, I love the Seinfeld show. And maybe it's my generation. Maybe it's uh, I relate well to some of the stories and things like that. I find Seinfeld, the television show, was just brilliant. The show about nothing. The show that managed to do the funniest like bits, and it was very unique and it was very different. But to me, I put I put Seinfeld and Chappelle like right there as like the best. And and that's my that's my call as far as what what I have is the best. And pretty incredible what those guys managed to pull off. Uh 855-212-4CBS. Uh Gary and Rocky Top joins us. Gary, blow the horn for me first. There we go. Gary, I love I love that there are truckers all over this country like you that listen to this show that blow the horn for me. Yeah, yeah, we love, we love you too, John. Hey, I just wanted to simply say thank you for all the quality programming you put in, in, on my XM radio and on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, I, I'm, I've never been disappointed with one of your shows. You always, bring, you always bring it, and you bring it big, and you bring it good. And thank you for the quality five-star work you've always presented to us. And that's all I wanted to say, buddy. Thank you. Bye. Gary, I love you, man. Take care of yourself. And if you drive that truck up through Philly, and you're not listening on the app to me there. You can go to my uh, Twitter feed, find the app, download it, uh, join me in my new home. You, uh, you're going to disappoint me. I hope you call someday, and then you're blowing the horn for me, which I appreciate. Maurice in Georgia joins us. Maurice, how are you? Mo, what's going on? Hey, John, what, one last time. We got to do this one last time. Yes, Best we do. This is better than Maris. The Venetian is better than the Bellagio. <laughs> and Atlanta is better than Philly. We ought to do that one last time, John. <laughs> well, Maurice, uh, Maurice is a longtime caller on the Buck and Kincaid show, and I just want you to know how much I always appreciate your support and how much I miss you guys. I miss hey, all the – It's my, I, my I, last I hour on 680. Maurice, this is my last hour on, on, on 680, so I'm really going to miss I got all you, on you the people. App, man. I got you on the app. Good job, man. But listen, I appreciate. It. Yes, know, I really want to know what's your opinion about the the Philly quarterback situation. I want to see what Jalen Hurts has, and I'm willing to give him multiple games to do it. And I hope the Eagles lose every game down the stretch. I hope they lose every single game down the stretch, and I hope that Jalen Hurts plays very well. So that way, they would potentially have two options next year to be able to have a quarterback. And But I, I don't want Jalen Hurts to get one game as a starter. That would be a disappointment to me. That makes no sense. Don't, don't, play, don't get him in there as one game as a starter. Jalen Hurts deserves to go out today. If he plays like crap, then he should have another chance to clean it up and go and play next week uh, you know, and, and have a week to correct his mistakes and do things. I don't want to see this young man get one opportunity and then have the, 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 the rug yanked out from under him. And I really do think Wentz needs a reset. He needs the factory reset button. So I appreciate you, buddy, very much. Anthony, we have another look back, right? Yes, to the first from show. the first show, Sunday, January the 6th, 2013. This next clip, a serious topic. You are not happy with your hometown governor. And, oh, yes. Uh, here is why. Now, sometimes your candidates are pandering, they're political candidates. And they're pandering for votes. And that's exactly what's happening in the state from which I hail originally, Pennsylvania. Where Governor Tom Corbett this week 
decided to start pandering for votes by having his press conference. And uh, they, the only thing missing was like guys uh, blowing horns by the by the side of the podium as he's going to file an antitrust lawsuit against the NCAA over its sanctions against Penn State in the child sex abuse scandal that Jerry Sandusky was front and center in, and many of the Penn State executives and leadership were willing to stick their heads in the sand about. Governor Corbett, I guess, just has gotten a little selective amnesia. It's going to be a theme today that he doesn't realize that Penn State accepted the sanctions in full and has no plans as of today at all to appeal those sanctions. But Governor Tom Corbett has a need to pander. Governor Tom Corbett in Pennsylvania, stop pandering for votes. Penn State accepted their sanctions, doesn't plan on appealing any of them. And on behalf of the victims, they would like to move on. The sooner you help them do that, the better. Stop thinking about re-election efforts. Just because someone puts a Penn State magnet on their card doesn't mean they're going to give you a second term, no matter how much you pander. I think, that's, I think that sums it up pretty, pretty clearly, <laughs> Anthony. The idea that uh, I've never been a fan of anyone pandering for votes. And the idea that there were people willing to stick their heads in the sand and pander to the Joe bots, as we called them on this show. Yeah. The jo- I, I, I still can't believe that's one of the craziest stories still that I've ever dealt with in the entire history of doing national radio uh, is that Penn State story. And now we have one more clip from that segment later on. Okay. This uh, lighthearted moment here. Let's uh, take right. a listen. <laughs> I'm going to challenge you to do this coming up in around 15 minutes here on the JK Show on ESPN Radio, uh, on CBS Radio. Oh. Yeah, first one of the day, dollar fine. It's been a long time. Wow. Wow. You forgot where you were working there for well, a Well, it was moment. my first day yeah. at the new network. So wait, so how was, long were you had been gone from ESPN before you started? The week before. The week, just the week before. Okay. We, because of the way that contr- the, my contract was written, I went, the John Kincaid show aired the last Sunday of right before New Year's Eve on tw- of 2012 on ESPN Radio. And then the very next week, it was on CBS Sports Radio. So it's understandable how you made that. Like it, was, it, was, it literally was, we were one week into the next week. And by the way, and again, that is because, the amazing, the, um, because of the amazing executives in both buildings. That the ESPN radio folks knew I was leaving, knew I was taking my show and going to a, a new upstart rival network. And they said, finish out, your, finish out your year. Say goodbye. Tell the audience you're leaving. And they had no problem with it. And just like today, when I told one of the, one of the, one of the I'm, I'm so honored that I got the opportunity at some point in my career to work with Mark Chernoff, one of the best known and legendary executives in sports radio from CBS Sports Radio and WFAN. And Mark Chernoff was like, okay. No, we'll do your last shows and have a chance to say goodbye. And Now, we had agreed that last week in the last segment, I was going to announce that I was leaving and then tell everybody that this week would be my last show. Oops. Now, that, 
Yeah, that got taken <laughs> that got taken away from me because the person who was moving into the apartment already de- just decided he was going to spill the beans and tell everybody that he was moving in before I told everybody I was moving out. And let me tell this to broadcasters, just a little note. Proper etiquette is for you to wait until the person vacates the property before you start moving your crap in. Let me just tell you that. That's the proper etiquette would be after a guy has done a show for eight years of the network and 15 years in a row. Proper etiquette would be to let that person announce that they were leaving before you wet yourself to tell everybody that you were taking the spot. Just an opinion. Just something that, yeah, a little etiquette, little etiquette. I'm sure that'll be popular. Now you can understand why he constantly got in trouble at school. Class resumes here on the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. I did many times get in trouble in school. It went down every year that school went on. It went down. It, it got less. It got a little less. Thank God my mom had a lot of patience, especially in grade school. Man. And now, Anthony, as I'm driving and going to the hotel I stay at when I'm in transition here because I haven't, I haven't moved into my apartment yet. So I won't move into my apartment until the girls go home at Christmas. But I've, I'm taking possession of it this week. So I'm staying in an apartment that's right down, uh, a hotel that's right down the street from my grade school. And every time I drive by, I'm like, the memories come flooding back. Getting in a lot of trouble back in the day. You know, today the NFL on CBS features games with plenty of playoff implications. Highlighted by Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs taking their show on the road against the Dolphins. And the Bears looking for a big win against Watson and the Texans. Coverage begins at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, with the NFL today on CBS. So, uh, Tony Piano, I understand we have somebody on the line? Yeah, so this is um, an individual that from time to time you will ask me, how is he doing? Have you talked to him? And... I say he hasn't called, he hasn't write, he hasn't Zoom with me. Really? Nothing. Uh, one of my absolute favorites that I had the privilege of working with here at CBS Sports Radio, our former board op slash associate producer, Rob Duffy, is on the line. No, you're kidding me. Duff? What's it? Duffy, what are you doing, dude? What's up, Johnny? Where are you? And occasionally I will. I will ask, like, have you, have you talked to him? Has he reached out to you? Like, I mean, where, like, where have you been, Duffy? You're, like, in the witness protection program. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. I am in the witness protection program. I shouldn't even be going under this name, but for to, for you, I had to, Johnny. I had to. Well, I think that hiding out under uh, the the name Hakeem McHugh has been a great way for you to just hide out. Nobody knows who it, you are. Working for me, for it sure. really is. It really the disguise really isn't though. I just got to tell you. So you doing all right, buddy? I'm doing okay, Johnny. Uh, first, I just wanted to send my condolences on your mom. Uh, Thanks, very man. Sad to hear about that. Uh, I know she raised a great son and a uh, great family for you. So Thank you, buddy. And, you, buddy. Uh, J.K., you know, the real reason I wanted to have Tuffy on is because he did, some over, uh, he did something over the time that he was with us that you never knew about. 
And what did he do? And that is that he pulled some he pulled small clips from rants that you went on. Oh, really? And uh, when you don't know the context behind these statements, it's pretty funny. And okay. In some cases, just downright inappropriate. So I needed a reason. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I got I need, this. Right. I needed a reason that made sense to be able to play them. So Duffy, and, you t- these are totally taken out of context. Honestly, I'm gonna. I'm, I don't remember any of these. Like, I <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's the energy you used to bring to the show. I'm very familiar with it. <laughs> so before I, Duffy, I remember if Anthony was ever in a bad mood on the show, I would just like play <laughs> one of these pre-fade in the control room. Him <laughs> <laughs> if he was ever in a bad mood. So, all right, there we so go. So before Duffy left us in early 2018, he asked me what to do with all these cuts, and I said, "Give them to me. We can't lose these." So the other day, <laughs> I was going through the folder. And I put together some of my favorite clips that uh, Duffy pulled. So let's listen. Hello, everybody. I lead such a sexy life. An attention whore, one of the best-looking hockey moms I ever had. We all like cougars, don't we, baby? Man, you should have seen those 18-year-old girls, too. They were, like, all lined up for me. Bring on the hookers. Chubby time, chubby time. I just fail so often at it. See, my wife. Erectile dysfunction, pulling down his pants, giving him an atomic wedgie. Grabbed his crotch. Beat it. Beat it. Beat it. I just got to unload. Do I make you horny? I have glitter on my face. You you want that? The hookers are charging you extra. What am I going to say next? Heine. You know, I just want the, the caramel and the chocolate and the nut. I got a story about one of my new heroes that I'm going to ask James Pierno to try to track him down to get him on the show next Sunday. What? No, in summer, I'm supposed to have less clothes on. All right, this is it. Last chance to get it in. I'm going to pee myself. Pooper. I was a porker this summer. Private parts area. Real tight. It's going to be really, really hard. Go to your left. There's a room full of strippers. We got hookers, too. I'm going to do the schoolgirl routine. Some of the moms were better than others. That was a boring spank job. I'll try to put that head in a 5'11 frame. It'll look a little different. I have it in my hand right now. It is very slippery. I'm ashamed of myself. I wash my face, but it's sticking to me everywhere. Honestly, at CBS Sports Radio, we need legal advice from time to time. After you wet your appetite a little bit, we got the hookers for you, too. We got strippers. We got hookers. What do you want? Right there as I walked in, these giant balls were there. We'll tear up that bathroom like nobody's business, man. I'm a radio pro. What can I say? Today's a little emotional day for me. Rob Duffy, you know I love you. Oh, wow. That was fantastic. Now I know what you were doing during the show. Yeah, you know. Now it. I got you. Oh, okay. Now I understand what you were doing all that time on the show. Anthony, you said he wasn't working. I had so much fun putting that together. I listened oh my to that gosh. like 10 times at home when I put that together. Okay, you might have to send that to me. That is very funny. Stuff. Now, we know the hookers came from the, uh, the Louisville story. Yes. It has to come from that, the Louisville story. My hockey moms, though, I've told stories over the years about my hockey moms because I was a young man <laughs> as a hockey mom, like, you know, with, with the hockey moms. I was 24 as a head coach, like 24, 25, 26. So imagine how good-looking I was. Just imagine. You know how good-looking I am now. Uh-huh. Think of how good-looking I was then. And the hockey moms paid a lot of attention to me. I'm just going <laughs> to say, they really enjoyed coach. They enjoyed coach. Duffy, I love you, man. Take care of yourself. Step out sometime. Give me a call, all right? Love hey, you man. too, JK. All right, man. Thank uh, you, buddy. Congrats on the move to Philly. Have a good Thank one. You, buddy. Thank you, buddy. And you'll just be, you'll be close. And Anthony, too, you're going to be close. So when you come down for a game in Philly and stuff, I can... 
you know, show you a little bit, take you out. You know, we hit a little chickies and Pete's. We we do some. You know, Only if we get the best seats in the house, you know. And I well, come I to Philly not... for a Sixers Knicks game. I want courtside seats. So you want courtside Mets and uh, Phillies. I want right yeah, behind I get... home plate. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Like, look, I want to have great connections. Like I had. Now it took me. Look, twenty years in Atlanta to be able to have all the great connections that I had. I'm come not going to have. You're them. the morning show host in Philly. I'm not going to have them overnight. I mean, you know, it's you know, it, but uh, we will definitely, we will definitely look into that. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Andy in San Francisco joins us. Andy, good morning or late night to you. How are you? Good morning, John. Uh, my condolences to your mom. Thank you, buddy. And to the family, I spoke, or I, we chatted, and uh, I got your acknowledgement. And um, thank you, buddy. I'm waking I appreciate up with that. A, I'm waking up with a hangover, but John, I'm going to church in about 15 minutes with my mother, and uh, I think about you. And I went to school in Atlanta, even though I'm from San Francisco, and I've never heard about you till about a year ago. And the only person I remember in Atlanta was this guy named Neil Bortz. Neil oh Bortz. yes, the the, the talk <laughs> master. The talk like, master. Why didn't I listen to sports radio? You should have. I should I got to tell you though, Bortz is uh, built. Bortz is still ornery in his retirement. Talk master on Twitter. He's funny is, as hell and a, and a legend. Is, is he, he always talks. Talks about Naples, Naples, Florida. Yeah, that's where he lives Naples. now. So there, that's oh, where he lives. Okay. So he's been doing that. Thank yeah, you so much, buddy. So, I pre- so John, yeah. I just want to congratulate you. I know this is a big change for you, but it's it is. best for your family. And I love how you speak about your daughter and your wife and the crazy shows that you guys like to watch <laughs> together. Yes. And yes. I, I think you're, where, where are you at? You're up in John's Creek area? Or uh, well, uh, in Brookhaven right now. Brookhaven, Brookhaven oh, right okay. now, That's so very close. close. So, All right, um, and then you like your Audis and uh, oh yes, and and General Hospital and Young and the Restless and all those other great things. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. My love of the soaps, unrivaled, unrivaled. Anthony and and, and old, uh, you know, occasionally I'll pick up a show that Anthony tells me to watch. Like, Anthony, you got me to watch you, right? You were the one who got me to watch you. No, you've been telling me that I need to watch you for the longest time. No, you got me to watch Dead to Me. Dead to Me, yes. yes. Which we love. We love Dead to Me. And so I very much love that. I want to tell you why Florida is such a a problem. And Florida's loss yesterday is such a problem. Florida's disastrous loss to LSU is such a problem. Because what it shows you is one of the best teams in the country— this year in a pandemic, uh, one of the best teams, one of the most fired up teams, one of the teams with the, with the best resume, lost a game that um, everybody thought they wouldn't lose, and most people thought that they couldn't lose. And so here's what, um, here's, here's what I say to that. This is why it's a real problem when the Big Ten – which doesn't have 10 teams, uh, decides to say, oh, no, well, now five games is good enough. This is exactly why five games isn't good enough. And we've seen Ohio State's greatest teams get upset in the regular season. We've seen national championship teams lose games at home to Virginia Tech. We've seen Ohio State, and you know, if you listen to the show, you know the respect I have for the Ohio State Buckeyes. 
that I consider Ohio State on that gold standard type shelf of programs. But five regular season games, that is bull pucky to be considered a standard enough resume to get into the college football playoff. That's a joke. Especially when you consider the fact that the five games have not been that impressive. The level of competition has not been that impressive. And honestly, the level of performance out of Ohio State has not been that impressive either. But what I did tell you, and I will be consistent on this, I do not blame the Big Ten for caving in and changing their rules. I don't blame the Big Ten for wanting to find a way to get Ohio State in the mix. I don't blame them. Because if I was in the position of the, uh, you know, the, the, the Big Ten conference, I could very well see myself making the same type of concessions. But it would be no less BS if I was trying to push that five games is enough of a resume, especially those five games. Tell me what's on Ohio State's resume that's that impressive. Tell me what they've done that's that impressive. Disappointing. It, to me, it's extremely disappointing. Because uh, look at this. The Big Ten made their own bed. They made their own bed. And now they just want to keep changing the rules and keep moving it. They didn't trust the science. They went with their own science or their own agenda. And now they want you to believe the five games is a good enough resume. It showed you yesterday with Florida that it's not. As we end out this hour, uh, it also ends up my last hour ever on 680 The Fan in Atlanta. And I just want to say goodbye to uh, one of my local affiliates that I called my local home for 20 years. And I want to thank everybody who's listening in Atlanta this morning uh, for their love and support over the years for their uh, dedication to the station and dedication to the show and dedication to this show every single Sunday. And I appreciate 680 The Fan for running this show every single week when it comes from a rival network. (laughs) And they ran it. And I will miss uh, my listeners in Atlanta, and uh, I hope that they will find a way to follow along with me and stay in touch because it's been a uh, spectacular run. Spectacular run. Uh, All right, we're halfway home. I've only got two hours left, and so much I want to get into. But the AFC contenders, I'm starting to doubt them all. Does that include Kansas City? We'll find out next. It's the John Kincaid Show. Two hours to go here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.